If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This week, I'm talking to Mike from Community's uh, Twitter account. He's gracious enough to talk with me about the history of Community on Twitter. Uh, This episode will be a part of a series of episodes kind of focusing on the community social media content creators. I'm going to talk to some people who are doing some stuff on Instagram and Discord and and then obviously and Twitter. Um, I think kind of much like the writers and, and other behind the scenes heroes on the show that these creators have given their time and their energy to this greater cause of pushing community, um, uh, towards the limelight. And I think it's a great opportunity while I'm talking to these writers and, and, uh, other folks to kind of give them some, uh, some props for keeping the momentum towards the movie that we all want. And so with that, Mike, welcome to six seasons in a podcast. Thanks. Nice to be here. So I think the, like I said, the biggest reason I'm having on the show is kind of highlight the social media content that uh, you and others were doing for kind of keeping the spirit of community alive. And so I really want to know, um, tell me what is communities on Twitter? Like how did it get started and describe it? Well, uh, it, it was meant to just be a place for, to meet up with fans, um, to, you know, it, it was, it was not started by just me. It was started by a few and has actually been, has followed many or has been run by many people over the years. I've always sort of been on there, you know, checking in every once in a while, but there've been a number of people and we would, we would do rewatches even all the time, organize them and have as many as, I think there were probably as many as a dozen people that had access to that account oh, wow. and would come in and guest and, and, you know, so it's, it's me- it was always meant to be a collaborative effort and never any one person's thing, like a, a true <laughs> community <laughs> for community fans. Um, that was, that was the point of it. And it was, you know, it was just also to take um, the, you know, it was to try and organize for what we called hash mobs at the time mm-hmm. um, to try and get a hashtag trending. And it was, it, it was a way of taking it away from any one person and sort of being, sort of uh, someone saying, oh, well, I'm the leader of this group and being like, hey, this is for all of us and this is just a way for us to organize and kind of all be on the same page. That was sort of the idea behind it. Yeah. And uh, I think we've, over the years, always tried to, you know, try to do that to varying degrees. Cool. What um what is your then the relationship to uh, to the show itself? Is the, there anything official? Was it just kind of coalesced where a bunch of people came together and said, Hey, let's support through this one uh, account. Uh, well, that, that account kind of came about later on. I think that was even like after season four and in, into season five that, before that, kinda, oh, wow. it was June of 2013. So where does that put us? That would have been right, right before season five started, I think. Okay. Yeah. So that, that I'm, I'm right on that. Good. Good. I remember, so, uh, so then you're, you're, you're all right. Yeah. So you, then you're a part of this group of people who are, you know, just interacting on Twitter and then said, you know, we should really, you know, combine this, these efforts and, and as a way to promote hashtags and, and, you know, kind of galvanize the, the base, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so like I joined in November of um, 2011, according to, uh, <laughs> Twitter there. So that would have been right after or right, right as uh community was in its uh, getting close to its um, mid season break of season three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started, you know, like reading, you know, like I was following the, you know, following Dan and following all the cast and, and anyway, I could just trying to soak up as much community knowledge as I could. Cause I was deeply in love with the show um, probably unhealthily. <laughs> um, but the uh, you know, 
and then and then just by following um you know like seeing who they were interacting with because the, the cast was very good about that like they'd interact with a lot of different people it diminished over time just because of the sheer amount of people that started to be you know asking them questions all the time right i mean there's only so much time these people have to to look after um, their Twitter accounts when, when they're being bombarded with questions. Um, so I really feel for that. Yeah. What was it like then in, the, in those early days um, interacting with, um, wh- you know, which writers, you know, cast, uh, who was uh, active at that point? Well, that's, that's, that's a harder one to answer. I don't remember yeah. that as much, but mm-hmm. I, for me, it was, it was just finding all these people out there who love the show and from literally around the world, like like all over Europe, all over the States, all over Canada, Pakistan, Australia, all over, like just so many different places uh, we're finding people. And just sort of like we all started to form our own little group. Uh, it started small and it just kept growing and growing and growing to the point where I had, I don't know if it's the way Twitter worked at the time, but... I would, because we were tweeting about community all the time and we tweet the hashtag of hashtag community or hashtag NBC community, other people were finding us and, you know, we were just sort of welcoming everyone into the fold. Um, It was really cool uh, just to, just to meet. I mean, that was back when Twitter wasn't human, you know, like a, an evil, evil place to be half the time that it is now. Um, But (laughs) it was, it was fun. You know, we were, we were sharing quotes. We were just, getting to know one another and it was very cool yeah i can imagine i can imagine that uh of when the show is on um being able to um engage uh real time with folks um do you have a, a story of of any of them interacting with you then uh yeah i got a few i mean uh that um that is the one is one of the only cast members currently that is actually following um the community's account okay um and i have i have dm'd with her over the years a few times um nothing nothing much again i it's never something i would ever want to abuse that privilege of having their having them follow me back to be able to dm them sure um so just little bits here and there just like or just asking her if you know if it's okay if the the cast tweets something to help organize stuff for Hash, the hash mobs, like I said before, but she's a, that's always been just a wonderfully generous and just a great person in terms of what, how she supported, um, community over the years. Mm-hmm. She's the, you know, she was, she and, um, uh, Gillian Jacobs were, uh, the only, I believe the only two that came, I mean, Dan did as well, but to the communicons that, um, uh, that, um, was run by, um, oh boy, her, I, I, her, uh, her Twitter account is uh, Omar Shettios, I think, but anyway, yeah. she, uh, she, she runs, uh, she runs that and, uh, she would be fantastic to talk to, I'm sure for you as well. I'm sure that's on the books, but, um, I believe she's a Jillian as well. I think she is. Um, but so, so they, um, yeah, they, they had, um, you know, that those two were wonderful, but that's always just been like the best one for being the most interactive with the fans. Uh, Joel would occasionally just DM people a reply to something they said instead of interacting on Twitter. I don't know why, but that's the way he did it. Hmm. Um, and the, the really interesting, one of the, one of the coolest interactions I had with the staff was with Joel, I have to say, um, uh, with the cast, I should say, not staff. Um, in between season five and six, uh, when it was canceled, like it was done and we thought, you know, we were all depressed. <laughs> fandom. We were, yeah, we were super depressed that our that our favorite show was not going to get its six seasons part of the hashtag. Um, and there was there was a a time when, during the fifth season where where they gave where they were like doing draws for scripts, um, signed scripts by the cast, and so that account had been started up by Neil Goldman, and because we followed it and he because I followed it and he and it followed me back because I actually won one of the scripts. It's one of my prized possessions from that's great from that uh, is a modern warfare script with uh, signed by Joel McHale. I forget what the caption says, but it's of course it's funny because he wrote it, (laughs) but, um, but I, uh, because Joel was also following that account uh, or following our account um, at, at that time with, with that one. I um I DM'd him 
when we found out that it was canceled. And then I DM'd him and I said, hey, the fans are all wondering what to do because, like, how can we help? What, what is, is there anything we can do to try and help uh, with the show at all? Because we're just, we want to help however we can. And I got a DM back like a half hour later saying, what's your phone number? So after I picked my job off the floor, yeah, I, uh, wow. I typed, typed in my phone number and literally five minutes or less later, he was calling me and uh, we chatted for about 10 minutes. He was just trying to reassure, like there was nothing we really could do. And he said things were in the works. Obviously there was stuff going on with Yahoo screen that none of us knew about and all that. And, you know, and, and everything. So it was, uh, that was pretty cool. You know, like that, yeah, that's that amazing to me just shows the dedication the cast had to, and, and the love they had for the show and for the fans that he would reach out to me like that. And just, you know, let me know, just keep doing what you're doing. Just talk just be loud about the show all the time as much as you can. And that's, that's all we could ever ask for. So yeah. That, wow. that was probably by far the coolest experience. I had um, some of the writers though also were wonderful about that. Um, one of the one of the one of the best ones for interacting with um, fans was Andy Bobro. Um, in fact, one time this was very early on, um, we had um, we were all on a Google chat. I don't know if they still do those or Google Hangout. I don't know if they sure. do those anymore, but if that's part of Google. But we were, we, there were like a half dozen of us uh, just, and we would do this regularly, actually. We would just sort of hang out for a little while on mm -hmm. Google Chat or Google uh, Hangout and uh, and just watch the show, show sometimes together, even just sort of put a face to the name and a voice to the, you know, a voice to the face. Yeah. Um, that was kind of neat. Um, and, you know, again, all over the world, too. So it was pretty unique that way as well. But there was one time we actually texted or we, we, we tweeted Andy. I think we tweeted him and said, Hey, do you want to hang out with some fans? And so he accepted an invitation to so uh, do a Google hangout with us. And this was like sort of early on in season four. Mm -hmm. And so he was sort of like, he actually told us, you know, a fair bit of what was coming without giving away big details or mm -hmm. anything, but he chatted with us for probably about 40 minutes, I think. And everyone was kind of just, trying to be cool yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and not, not come across as like total, yeah. you know, total uh, crazy fans or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, there's just so many, there, there were a lot of experiences like that that were just really cool. Um, and, and just made, you know, made you love the cast and, and those that worked on it so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's great. Those are great stories, man. I appreciate that. Um, I think, uh, then zooming out, I think it would be really interesting to know, you know, what was then the reaction to season four? You know, everyone, you know, has, it's pretty <laughs> split on season four now. Um, um, you know, I will, I could do a whole episode uh, about, um, my defense of a good portion of it. I think, um, you know, first of all, because it's like all of the same actors, all of the same writers, directors, um, but there is something missing. I'll admit that. And it's a, a very large Dan Harmon shaped hole in it, but um, I, it's hard to like poo poo uh, an entire season that still has all of these people that we love uh, connected to it. Yeah. And I think that was part of what kept me going. You know, it was like, it was still the people that I loved in the show. It was still like a lot of the same writers were there and like, like you say, there was an element missing. There, no one could deny that about it. Um, but at the same time, is not imitation the highest form of flattery? Mm -hmm. Like, I think, you know, if Dan was really, and I think he, I think he, you know, I think it would be almost impossible to watch it and not, and not feel like I should have been there to tweak that little thing or do that little thing differently. And oh, that was so close to what I would have wanted to do, but they had just fine tuned that, you know, like it would have been so, so difficult to sit and watch that and, and see all the places where you could have made that little change that would have made it something great. But that being said, you know, season one, there was, it, there were some small issues here and there with season one, with season two, with season three, although season yeah. two is like, as far as I'm concerned, like the perfect season. Um, but every season had its own issues that, you know, like nothing is ever perfect. And I think trying to hold it to some standard 
that the first three seasons didn't 100% reach all the time either would have sure. been impossible to hold up to. Sure. So I think a lot of people expected way too much out of it and didn't give it enough credit for when it was really good at moments. And and it had some it had some fun episodes. Yeah, uh, her story of dance uh, is, uh, I think, a, a really great episode. I love the um, the the whole bit with uh, um, Susan, uh, Susan, Sophie B. Hawkins. I almost said Susan B. Anthony. I almost uh, got it correct. Um, Sophie B. Hawkins dance. I thought that was a really funny one. I thought it was a really um, it captured the heart of um, when Pierce defends and, and kind of rescues. Uh, Britta uh, and, and and kind of uh, ego checks um, uh, uh, Joel and, and I, I don't know I just thought that was that's one of those that uh, stands out pretty well yeah um, I, I enjoyed that one too that one that one was definitely a highlight of that season I think this the, the Halloween one was kind of fun as well yep, that had I, some good agree. moments in it yep um, you know th- there were some that were really really great um and I don't think get enough credit for sure. So season four, like I don't watch a lot of season four, but then again, I don't also watch a lot of season five or season six either, even though I have watched them all through a, a few times. How dare you? Um, most five and six, most of my face. Oh no, I'm not saying they're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. saying they're not. I'm I just, kidding. They're not my, they're not my go-to. Yeah. Most of the stuff I really love is in season one and two. And then there's like, I probably a half dozen in season three that I, that I just are truly love. Like, um, there was, um, there's like two or three in a row that were just great. Like, um, what is this? It's season three, episode seven. I can't think of the the name of it. Um, it's the one where, Oh, it's the one where Annie's move. Yep. That Mm -hmm. one there, that one is one of my favorites of season three and then followed up closely by the documentary, uh, filmmaking redux one. I need to watch that Um, one again because I, 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 it's not very high. I, mean, I, I went through and, and ranked all 110 episodes. Um, cause I'm, okay. a, nerd. I'm a nerd. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do an episode about my methodology so that others, and I'll get release the, the, um, document that I created because it will help others. Um, but <laughs> that's one of those that's not high on my list and, and neither is, um, the paradigms of, uh, human memory, I think it's called. Paradigms of Human Memory. That's yeah, the clip show. Two, season two, episode uh, uh, twenty, I believe. Yeah, it's uh, people really like both of those, and I, I just, um, I think they're really great. Um, it's and it's really hard to like to to rank one hundred and ten, you know, uh, really great episodes. You know, hundred of them are 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 arguably just so great, and then ten of them could probably be, um, yeah, not, not so great. Absolutely. Uh, um, Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, that was episode 21, actually, uh, Paradigms of Human Memory, of yeah. season two. I, I re- that one That one I loved because it was so, it, it played with your expectations, right? It was a clip show, but it was full of clips that you'd never seen before. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, was, which was at turns amazing, but also angered me because it's like, how dare they have adventures without us? <laughs> it, 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 you know, like, yeah, it created great. this feeling of like, Hey, I thought we were seeing all the stuff that they're doing, and yet there's all this stuff that we didn't get to see. Like, hey, what the heck? And so the the brilliance of that to me was just great. Like that that was that was the next level of community. And I believe that one was written by um, what's his name, um, big guy. You know, one of the big guys behind that. I think he actually still follows me on Twitter. Um, Really, uh, yeah, Chris McKenna, he wrote that one. And he, he, he wrote a lot of really great episodes. Um, so, yeah, with Studies in Modern Movement, I think that one was one of my absolute – that is still one of my top five favorites. Well, it's got Jesus Loves Andrew. Marijuana, like, and it's yeah. got the kiss from the road. Like, it like it has its climax is, um, is pretty amazing. That, that payoff is great. Yeah, the way, the way they do that, the way they do all of the different elements all being weaved into the one song like that, um, is is wonderful filmmaking and just great because each each of those individual stories I think is great for each to show off some of the best and favorite parts of each of the characters. Yeah. Um, and then Jeff Jeff breaking down at the end at Horse Brat Three Thousand makes me simultaneously want to like uh, like shed a tear and laugh uncontrollably. I don't know why. <laughs> like how how a show can make you do that like Community is again one of the reasons why yeah. I love it. It's just 
so much heart, but funny like you've never seen before. Yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, uh, I think then, you know, what was the reaction then when Dan was rehired? Like, um, jubilation. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume so, but you know, uh, so, you know, you're getting season five. I mean, what, you know, was there anything that, uh, anything particular that they, anyone did or anything like that? Uh, might be hard to remember. Uh, well, that. there were, I think there were a lot, like I'd have to go back, but like, I believe, I think we did all kinds of like, uh, Twitter hash mobs again, trying, we tried to get trending as often as we could, but sometimes it was just like what Dan Harmon means to me or what community yeah. means to me. We would do like tribute, um, things for like an hour and everyone, people would sometimes prepare and schedule tweets to just start like popping up. Um, they had like these account, this way of doing it, uh, tweet deck or one of those ones. Um, what it was able to do that kind of schedule tweets and everything like that. And, um, but yeah, I mean, there, there were some people that had their issues with Dan. Um, I don't know why, you know, like you, community without Dan Harmon is not, isn't, is means that it didn't exist. Yeah. So you, you can't have, you can't really have one without the other. Season four proved that while it still was good, it was missing that element. So when he came back, um, yeah, everyone was, I mean, I would say, you know, like 95% of the fandom was just over the moon. Like when does, has that had it ever happened before? I don't believe it had no. not in that way. Like people, no. people had left shows and come back to them. I don't think anyone had actually been fired and then rehired yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to carry on the show. So it was kind of, um, you know, it was historical in that sense, but uh, it just meant a lot to everybody because they felt like, now we're going to get back what we, what we lost. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, that, that, um, and the cast was also super excited about it too. Um, you know, I think, I believe that Joel McHale was, uh, essential from what I had heard. The rumor or the buzz was that Joel McHale was essential in Dan coming back. Mm -hmm. Like he, he basically told them it's not going to be like it was without Dan. I'm putting words into his mouth, but he could, sure. maybe one day he'll tell it to you on your podcast. I hope so. Uh, yeah, I, I, I certainly will not uh, uh, ignore or pass away any of the, uh, uh, the the cast for sure. If they wanted to come on, except um, except uh, Allison Bree is not allowed on because she um, refused to watch the gas leak year. So she uh, there's a thing from the vulture. <laughs> Um, this is my personal joke. Um, the, from Vo the Vulture, um, reunion, she said, I, she, she watched, uh, all the episodes, but she hasn't watched the whole, um, all the episodes because she didn't watch the Gas Leak year. And, and I said, um, in, in revolt, I said, she's not allowed to come on the podcast until she watches it. So, <laughs> which is a shame because she did some good work in that season. She did. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's why, like, anyway, that's why I like the season because it's, it's got a lot of great moments. Um, we wouldn't have, yeah, yeah, um, it, it absolutely does. Captain Marvel wouldn't be in the show if, uh, if without season four. <laughs> Um, yeah, but all, all the all the Marvel connections to it are pretty cool as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I have some Discord questions. This is going to be a little uh, side uh, um, uh, a bit that I have uh, for every uh, little segment um, uh, in every podcast that I have uh, is questions from Discord. So you guys, you were saying okay. that um, Twitter. You know, you guys were all have uh, conversations and then you do like a Google chat uh, types of thing. Well, th that lives on and there are a thousand plus people in a discord channel, which I'll put the link up and um, there's people chatting every single day, um, you know, in, in the discord channel and, and they do uh, weekly rewatches together and they'll all chat while they're, they're synced up their rewatches and. Uh, so it, it lives on, which is pretty cool. Um, and I asked, mm -hmm. uh, asked some questions every week. Uh, I said, Hey, uh, what, what would you want to know about, uh, um, about Twitter back in the day? And, uh, so Geo asked, um, what was your favorite episode when you saw it aired live? And, you know, what was influential to keeping the spirit alive of the show? Uh, to the answer, answer the first part. Um, Two episodes come to mind. 
Um, one of them was definitely paradigms of human memory. I remember slapping my knee in glee, uh, not the TV show glee, but <laughs> in happiness when I realized what they were doing with the clip show, like taking the clip show yeah. and kind of turning it, it's on, turning it around and subverting your expectations with it. Um, like I said, angered me and excited and, and was amazing at the same moment. <laughs> so that one was like live watching that, that episode was definitely one of the top ones. Um, and of course, remedial chaos theory. I don't know anyone who wouldn't watch that show and, and realize the brilliance of what they had done there. Yeah. Um, even just to count out each each different universe, like each different dimension, the way they did it, each different reality, how it all played out to count out the timing between all of that. Like it is amazing, amazing filmmaking. It it is probably one of the most incredible half an hour or 20 minutes of television you'll see. Um, So that one definitely. It's my number two episode. So uh, right behind advanced Dungeons and Dragons, but it's the second, I mean, on a list of 110 amazing episodes, it's, it's yeah. Number two. It's amazing. Absolutely. And then I'd say the third one was the, um, again, it was, it was the same thing as paradigms of human memory when they did the documentary Ken Burns, um, Mm. homage for the pillow fort war that like, as soon as it started, I was like, this is why I love you guys so much, (laughs) you know, like, because it, it was just so, it was so brilliant. It was so incredibly well done. Um, everything about it. Like I'd only seen like one or two Ken Burns documentaries, but it just so captured that the style just, yeah, like everything about it was just uh, incredible. Do you want to let me know, read back that second part of the question? Sure. You know, what was kind of essential, you know, to the, uh, keeping the spirit of, of, you know, a community alive, you know, what, what do you think made, uh, kind of kept the essence of, of, go, of things going on Twitter? That's a good question because it, it was really difficult um, to to kind of keep everyone dealing with each other in a nice way, in a pleasant way. Hmm. Um, you know, th- there's there's always going to be some friction between people, and you know how things uh, how things are done or whatever. And I mean, it, it was like trying to form a coalition. Like there was no real leader or anything like that, or trying to keep that spirit going it, it wasn't easy all the time um you know and some some people have their own definite ideas about how to do things um you know i think we did the best with what we could and tried to get as many people um involved but it, it was um you know it, there were there were some definitely some tough moments but just like the show there was like ups and downs in the show there was ups and downs in the fandom too um at least on the twitter side of things um, but overall, everyone was pretty well positive and just so excited to be part of something. Because when when you are, you know, when you're like a few hundred strong and you are able to get things trending on Twitter, that's kind of a neat thing. Like it was a little, it was a, it was a rush. There was no no doubt about it. Like it was, it was. Uh, a lot of us were just excited by being able to do that. Um, and it got it definitely got more eyes. Like every time we would do one, there would be like there'd be a whole bunch more fans that would pop up out of the woodwork and go, Hey, Oh, I didn't realize you guys were all organizing everything. Mm. And, and, you know, like we were introducing new people to the, to the group all the time. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. I get, get that with a podcast all the time. It's, uh, you know, uh, we connect, you and I've connected, um, I've connected with a bunch of different other people and, and even then, uh, you know, something pops up and, we get some news and, you know, a tweet goes out and, and then it's like out of the woodwork, more and more people come. And, and I see that every day people, uh, following uh, me. And so that's, um, yeah, that's really, really great. I think it is hard, but you guys, um, have fought a good fight. Uh, and you know, what's exciting about the, and the movie phenomenon is that, you know, there's going to be so much more, um, re-energized, um, uh, you know, folks coming coming into this, and um, and I've told uh, people before. I told uh, some of the the folks that I've interviewed before that 
there are new people who are saying, oh, yeah, I just started community for the first time. Um, I talked to a guy today and he's like, I've never watched community, but now I'm going to watch it um, because you've got this podcast and, and, uh, um, or because I saw something on Twitter, a funny meme on Twitter, um, or Instagram. Uh, so it's just, it's fascinating that the, the fandom continues to grow and evolve. Absolutely. Uh, one, one little, one little thing I will add, I do about like the fandom, uh, Twitter fandom making a lot of noise and everything. I do remember DMing Neil Goldman, who was running an account to give away scripts and, uh, and hoodies and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, I, I, I DMed him the one time and I did ask him, like, I said, how much are, like, are we accomplishing anything hmm. with all the tweeting that we're doing with the hashtags and, and everything? And, uh, I'm like, cause, cause, you know, a lot of people are going, oh, we saved community and everything like that. And I, I, I kind of was like, that that's a nice sentiment. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Right. So I wanted to ask someone who was actually higher up there and, and he, you know, he said, you guys definitely had an impact. Like you guys made a lot of noise. I'm probably over, over saying what he said. He probably was much more, uh, he used less <laughs> words, yeah. but, but the, the gist of it was, yeah, you guys helped, but like, I didn't get the impression that we, we saved the show. Right. We did help. We did keep, NBC from, um, you know, like we were just too loud for them to ignore, I think more than anything else. And, and that just, that just added into it. So while, while some might say, Oh, you know, we all saved community. I kind of have trouble um, agreeing to that. Like, I think we did, we did a lot. We did, we did help. And it was cathartic even for us to be involved. That's probably the bigger piece. With the show that we loved. Yep. Right. Um, and it just made us all feel closer to each other and closer to the show, uh, which, you know, probably made us love it more than you should love a TV show. <laughs> so, you know, um, but but that was that was interesting to get his perspective on it. And I, I think, you know, like he, he was being realistic with me about it. You know, yeah. well, there's yeah, no we one helped, but yeah, there's no one fireman well, who's saving the entire house from a fire, you know. So, uh, you know, absolutely. So um, I, absolutely. I think, yeah. Um, all right, loser at law. That's his, uh, his tag name, uh, loser at law. Um, he's kind of uh, reiterated what you had said that, um, uh, he remembered Joel, um, interacting through private messaging and, um, sending out merch, um, uh, to you thank him for their support. So I think you've, you've kind of touched on that, but I wanted to thank loser at law for his, uh, his kind of statement. So it was a prompt for me to ask you about that. And, um, you know, I think it's amazing that uh, you got a chance to actually talk with Joel, and uh, I'm I'm hoping that when you know, if and when they uh, they do the movie, um, that they they have a a chance to really um, do some of these things again and and really reach out to the fan base that uh, has been waiting patiently and and hoping and you know causing this ruckus to uh, um, to make this happen. You know, because I think this is the uh, I'll. I'll put this to, uh, to your your comment you just made that I, I think people are I think it does matter that people have been using the six seasons and a movie hashtag I think that it does matter that you know you guys are still doing what you do and and there's other younger folks who have come along even and are doing stuff on all these different social media channels that um, it it still keeps community relevant you know that. Um, you, you'll see uh, articles written every time. Oh, uh, you know, Yvette got a phone call, and Allison Brie got a phone call, and um, you know these things that are popping up. So um, I wouldn't sell mm-hmm. yourself too short. At, I mean, because I think at this point they ha- would have no reason to make a movie if if the fa- they didn't see something in the fan base that said, "Oh, yeah, we could you know put this on a platform and get a million streams," um, you know. So. So, yeah. You, so good job. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep going. That's for sure. Yep. I, I, I don't see any any reason to stop. Like it's just it's too much fun to to interact with people still. So yeah, it's it's great. So I have some you know broader questions for you about community. I think uh, you know now that we've kind of had some. Uh, is there any anything else before I do that uh, that you wanted to uh, kind of share about the history, the oral history of? of <sighs> community on Twitter. <laughs> I bet there will be more that will come into my brain. 
That's all right. After we talked. Sure. And if I, if it does, I will write it down and maybe we can chat further at, at length. Sure. But, uh, no, nothing, nothing glaringly, you know, popping into my brain at the moment. Um, but you know, it, it was, it was an amazing experience that I will treasure, but yet never want to have happen again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I could, uh, I can understand. I, I don't think I would have, you know, I think it's fun for me to do this podcast, uh, you know, kind of post-mortem to the show. Um, I'm surprised there really wasn't much more, um, uh, any more podcasts during the show, but, um, so yeah, let's, let's jump to some, um, general questions. Um, you know, okay. what, what do you think, um, or I should say, why do you think fans are still excited about community after 10 years? Well, there's a term I believe they use in comedy called evergreen comedy. Okay. There's so much comedy in community that while, while there's a lot of referential stuff and they pay homage to a lot of different things, a lot of the humor is evergreen. It will always be funny. Um, and, but it's not just funny because there's a lot of shows that are just funny, but community just had a heart to it that I think just struck a chord with so many people. Um, you know, like, and, and we're talking a wide range where there were like young teenagers all the way up to people in their thirties and forties that were going onto Twitter and saying, Hey, I love the show. Who else out there loves it as much as me. And that was most of the people on Twitter that were trying to make as much noise as they could. Um, yeah. So it just, it just has all that. And I think all the different characters have elements to them that everyone can identify with. Um, and, and I know people have said that the, the show saved their life. Like they were not being, um, they weren't exaggerating. They felt like the show had saved their life. It had saved them from, uh, depression and feeling alone yeah. and being able to connect with fans and connect with people on screen that felt the same way they did. Like the community did deal with some deeper, darker themes at times. And I think a lot of people, just love that about it. So I, I probably rambled to answer that question, but that's, that's, I think why it has endured is it just has something about it that, and I think it's that Dan Harmonness to it that we, you know, it just continues to reach people. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I think uh, I've said it before, but uh, I would be one of those people that would say, yeah, that uh, having something to laugh at when you have nothing else to laugh at, um, in your life, uh, is, is really key to keeping you out of dark places. And, uh, community was that for me first personally, but also, I, you know, like you said, for so many people that it's just, um, it's, it's this family, um, that you, you know, of, of misfits. And I think, uh, that's why I didn't go to something like friends. It wasn't something that, you know, a, a you know, group of people who can make me feel better, but like, people I could actually relate to and, uh, see their flaws mm -hmm. and, um, and, uh, you know, to just to in, develop that investment of, of who they were and, and root for them. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's, that's great. Um, you mentioned a couple of your favorite episodes. Do you have like a, can you rattle off, uh, you know, like a top <laughs> five, you know, do you have that ready in your brain? Uh, or is that, uh, too, too many, I think. It, yeah, to, holding to a top five is really impossible. There's so many in the season, first season that I just love. And because I've been listening to not just your podcast, but um, Fluffy Town and uh, the other one, I don't want to blank on it. But. Yeah, Jen. Are you listening to Jen, uh, the uh, yes. rewatch? Yeah, that, that one. That one, that one's pretty interesting from to hear it from mostly from a female's per perspective and yep. realize that there was a lot of stuff that was not right. <laughs> <in that season. laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, uh, there's, there's a lot in the first season that I love. Um, the, the, um, what's the name of it? I'm going to, I'm going to look it up. Sorry. Um, but we've, uh, I won't mention the ones I've already mentioned because those are great, but, um, the, um, uh, what is it here? Physical education is yeah, yeah. the pool game is I can put that on and that will make me laugh every single time. Contemporary American poultry is also fantastic. Great one. Um, but um, like there's, yeah, again, basic rocket science is 
incredibly hilarious conspiracy theories in interior design. Um, if this hoodie were a time hoodie, I mean, <laughs> who comes up with this stuff? It's just, there's just so much there. Um, any of the documentary ones, um, the one inter- intermediate documentary filmmaking, uh-huh. fantastic. And Megan Gans just like complisult and uh, explanabrag. I mean, <laughs> need I say more? Like yeah. those are just great. Um, a fistful of paintballs. I'm going to probably like make people angry, but I think that's a better paintball episode than the original one that was in season one. I, I love yeah. that episode. Yeah. Um, I think it does so really we, well with the Western theme. The Western theme, but then just the way they weave in, like as each character appears, they do that card of them yeah. and you don't get the significance until later on and realize yeah. what this, like the, there's, there's a lot more deeper going on there. Um, that one was great. Um, you know, we talked about remedial chaos theory. Um, there's a lot of the, like the crazy ones in the end of season three, which were still really good. Um, yeah, we talked about season four, but then cooperative polygraphy and geothermal escapism, those two together, I think are my highlight of season five. Mm -hmm. Um, them around the, there's just them around the table is always some of the best parts of the show. Yeah. Um, and then just the emotional impact of geothermal escapism was great. Mm. Um, there was a lot, there was quite a bit in season six, but just the last episode I think was probably with Dan talking at the end and that fake um, board game thing they're doing at the end yeah. and where he's like breaking as he's talking because he loves the show so much Yeah, that like, if that doesn't rip your heart out, your heart's made of stone. So like, I jumped around a lot there, but you know, like I, no, it'd be great. impossible to even put it in a, in a top five. Yeah. Uh, top 10 would even be difficult to do. Um, and they, and they shift and change, I think, as I change, you know, as, as different things matter more to me in life. So yeah. that's one of the great things about the show. You'll, you'll just, you can watch it five years later and find things that you didn't realize were there. So that's one of the things also why it has that enduring quality. Yeah, I think uh, as I'm looking at my top, uh, my ranking list, I'm, I'm going, oh, I, you know, I, I might have to uh, make this a living, breathing document because, uh, as you said, <laughs> he made a good case for um, a fistful of paintballs. Uh, I think it's uh, there's a I, I, I apply that that heart string factor to my rating system. You know, if, if the, yeah. it's it's fine to have a really fun sh- episode that's you know, um, you know, a, a, about the show. You know, uh, email security or you know the grifting one hundred and one. Like those are fun, but if there's an element where it can t- you know kind of pull in my heartstrings a little bit um yeah then uh i think you get an extra little bit uh, uh, on your rating so um yeah so that uh, you might have uh, a point with modern warfare uh so good job <laughs> i like that um cool so do you have any ep- uh favorite characters you know do you have one that kind of you relate to the most i think i related to Jeff the most mostly because we have a similar size forehead um, but, um, but but I, I don't know nice. I, I you know he's, he's a lovable jerk you know like and really emphasis on the jerk like he he, he really pulls that off really yeah. well but he has you know he has that softer side to him that he you know once people break down those walls he is not what you see at first um, but I think also like I ended up kind of feeling like a big brother to a lot of people on Twitter. Mm. Um, and Jeff was kind of like the big brother of the group there. So I think in that way, I kind of felt like, felt a lot of a connection there. Um, never, I, I didn't really feel like a connection to Abed, even though I loved his character that much. But, um, you know, I would say, like, for me, it's like a combination of Jeff and Shirley and Annie, <laughs> to be honest, which yeah. is probably a, a really weird mix. But, uh, you know, like, I, I literally do keep the lights on and the ice cream from melting as part of my job. So, yeah. um, you know, that that's the, the Annie in me. But, um, yeah, I would say most of them. But every like I said, everyone, every one of them had some kind of uh, characteristic that you can identify yeah. with. And I think that's what helps the show so much. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think I, you kind of, it's like a Jenga. I don't think you can pull one out, um, without kind of toppling the whole thing. And, and certainly we had that with, you know, season five and then with Troy and then season six with Shirley. Um, but you know, yeah. the, the yeah. positive thing is that we had, um, you know, Frankie and Elroy and, and the, you know, they were just right there and, and, and the Dean just right there to, um, you know, hold it up and, and maybe it's not Jenga anymore. It's maybe it's a, a different, <laughs> different game that you're, you're playing. But, um, yeah, I think you still have, uh, something great, um, in five and six once, uh, once you introduce these characters, uh, and really rely a little bit more on, uh, some different things. Um, so yeah, that, that's yeah. interesting. And, and, and and you you touched on the dean. I have nothing in common with the dean, but he's still one of my absolute favorite characters. Like, oh man, the yeah. dean, uh, Jim Rash, just just so over the top and ridiculous half the time, but so so good. Um, you know, <laughs> there's they they did thankfully you know draw out a lot of the depth of that guy. Um, but just, he just had some of the best lines and the costumes and just everything. Like, um, I don't know what that show would have been like if they hadn't made him a serious regular in season three. Um, you know, he, he just added just a lot of the, a lot of the show is very absurd humor. And he, he really like brought that element big into, uh, into the show, the absurdity right, right from the very start of the, you know, when, when he's introducing the characters in the very first episode and, I gotta say, I should have said the pilot is still probably one of my favorite episodes of all time because to have something so tight and so well done and so well drawn right from the get go, like the pilot grabbed me right from the start. It it got the show continued to get better, but the pilot right from the get go, I'm like, yes, this is my show, and I'm going to watch this show. <laughs> so. The pilot I should have mentioned before. Yeah. The pilot is fantastic, and yeah, I agree. You can't deny how how uh, well drawn the characters are right from the get go. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I, I've I've heard people you know say otherwise that it took them some time, um, but I you know I think why I put the pilot in the top ten episodes is that it's the archetype for all of those sitting around the table episodes and you can't yeah. have co- the cooperative calligraphy and cooperative polygraphy polygraphy yep. yeah and um you don't get to have those two episodes without um you know dan establishing that this show is about the you know these people sitting around this table and um uh so yeah that's my point <laughs> that's why put the pilot yeah. to, to me is 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 uh, top 10 um and, uh, but so I think, um, you know, just to wrap up then, I think, uh, um, I have my one last big question, which is, you know, how has community changed you? How has community changed me? Yeah. Um, that is a really interesting question. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's changed me as much as it has reinforced who I am. Um, you know, like I think, I think the show, I think the the fandom changed me more than the show did, to be honest. Hmm. Um, just to have experienced something like that with so many other people and have met so many amazing people from literally around the world. Um, it, uh, it's, it's something I'll never forget. Um, like I said, don't want to do it again. Cause it took up a little more time than I wanted it to, but, yeah. but at the same time it was, uh, it was very enjoyable. And, uh, you know, the, the show, um, you know, I think maybe the only thing the show did was make me want to go look up some of the references and watch some of the things that they were basing some of the, some of yeah. the episodes on. Um, but, um, I don't know if it changed me. Um, I, I love it and I'll watch it till the day I die probably, but, uh, you know, I don't know if it changed me per se, uh, as much as the, just the fans did. Sure. Yeah. No, I think, uh, the relationships that you create and the, the experiences, um, 
may not be the the actual uh, uh, show itself, but uh, yeah, the the journey along the way. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, a question. I just think it's interesting to think about how uh, something so um, pivotal in, in in our lives. Um, you wouldn't have uh, spent as much time on Twitter and caring if it if the show wasn't you know something so special to you. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, well, Mike, um, that was six seasons in a podcast, and I really appreciate you coming on and uh, and joining me and, and talking through the uh, history of uh, community on Twitter. All right, yeah, no problem. Um, if people are looking to kind of see see uh, the communities uh, communities uh, account there, um, it's. Um, C-O, it's at C-O-M-M-U-N-I-E-S-S. There's two S's on the end there. Um, so, yeah, you know, like say hello uh, on, on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, awesome. it's, uh, if you, happy, to, happy to have more fans hooking up and, and uh, meeting each other on, on that page. That sounds great. And if you have uh, any uh, things that you uh, are reminded of, um, when I launch the uh, launch the episode, what we'll do is we'll uh, have some synergy, and you'll have to tweet out some things you remember, and uh, uh, and we'll link to the episode and and, uh, and get the hashtags going. So that sounds great. Sounds good. I, I I mean, I could literally talk about community and have talked about community for hours and hours <laughs> on end. So if you ever uh, if you ever want to uh, talk more, I'm happy to do it. Awesome. Sounds good, Mike. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.